Welcome to the Spectral Side with your host, John Mark Poe and Brandon Stoker. With over 40 years of combined experience in the field of paranormal research. So, sit back, enjoy their personal stories and insight into the paranormal. And now, your host. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Spectral Side. Oh, wow. I'm your host, John Mark Poe, and... Apparently, there's also Mrs. Dalfire right here. Uh, Brandon Stoker. And I blame that on you because he yeah. was doing that just before we started recording. And for some stupid reason, I did it too. All right. Uh, Back at BTS Production Studios. Uh, yes. I'm going to change his name soon to Stoker Studios. That sounds better. Well, we have the band. We have the band BTS now. Now everybody's putting stuff out behind the scenes, and it's all BTS. Yeah. So I'm like going. So. Yeah. So our discussions tonight's going to be what again? We're going to be talking about some monsters. About the and, paranormal and, and, and cartoons and shows. puppets and shows and other things like that and, and you know cartoon movies. Yep. Oh, that's gonna be interesting. Yes. Especially since I love animation. Yep, you do. Yep. Me wow. too. So we'll start with the obviously easiest ones ever. And uh we'll speak of some of the Warner Brother monsters. Cartoon monsters, and of course, there's the obvious one, Witch Hazel. Yes, the, everybody knows Witch Hazel in the Looney Tunes series. Yep, and then there's Gossamer. Mm-hmm. For those you who were like, who in the world Gossamer? Yeah, Gossamer was the red-haired monster with the sneakers. What's so bad is there's people who, um, even our age, that didn't know wouldn't know his name. Nope. Like, who is he? Of course, you can't forget the abominable snowman. Yes, the, abo- uh, the abominable. I will call him George, I call and him I will George. love him, and yeah, I will yep, yep. and I will scratch him, and I will rub his head. Mm-hmm. And of course, Abracadabra, <laughs> Abracadabra. Yes, the vampire. Focus, focus, Abracadabra. That was funny. No what news? Yeah, those were great. Walla, walla, Washington. And you know what's so funny about it is we never really thought too much about it when we were watching. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. And, of course, there was a myriad of uh, different forms of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yep. And, uh, of course, my like I said earlier, was my, my favorite one was Tweety Birds. Yeah. And he would get in the in the Sylvester Bank. He's like, and uh, but yeah, he's a bleed, but I mean, I, you know, and I think it's interesting because it's like you kind of made a good point, you which you're going to bring up on the show talking about how, um, how they have kind of taken place of you know, or actually, they might actually be the reason why they're not taken as serious as they used to be, if you yeah. think about it. Yep, yeah, because yeah, you know, you also have the Muppet Show mm-hmm. and Sesame Street that had all the monsters on yep. there. Like exactly. Cookie Monster, Oscar the Grouch, Grover, yeah. Tully. Yep. Uh, and then you had the Muppet Show with Sweetums. Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch a of whole bunch monsters. of them that I just cannot <laughs> name. Um, yeah. In fact, I just watched uh, go to Disney Plus. 
no plug for it, but if you go have Disney Plus, you can go watch The Muppets. Yep. And they have the one with Vincent Price. I know. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. What's so funny is I bought the uh, DVDs of those. Yeah, we did too. Because of that. But then when I started watching that one. I actually the, bought them for the Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah, that one too. Uh, but I got, that was, that's what started me buying it was the, was um, the Vincent Price one. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause I watched it on television and then I was going through, um, I forgot what store and they had them on sale. They had all seasons, they had all the seasons individually box sets and I just went ahead and bought them all. So I wanted to go watch the Vincent Price one again. And when I put it in, um, I w- got all the way to the end because it was the song. Yeah. When you call out my name, you know, yeah. and uh, he's singing it with all the monsters. It's not on the DVD. Oh, it is not there, but it is on the, apparently they don't have the right for that song to put on DVDs, but they have the right for it to be on television. So they couldn't put that song on the DVDs. And that was the main reason I bought that set because all the other ones were okay. Some of the, those some other ones that were, that were funny, but, um, but yeah, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, when we were growing up watching, you know, Sesame Street or watching the Muppets, mm-hmm. my parents cannot stand the Muppets. I think that's why I ended up with a television. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can watch the Muppets. So, well, because I wanted to watch them. Mm-hmm. And my, my parents didn't like them. And, my dad loved the Muppets. He loved Kermit. Yeah. My, my parents didn't. And um, so I somehow ended up with a television. And uh, so I could actually watch uh, the Muppets. I think it's, I really think that's what it was because they're like, they knew how much I liked it. And, um, so, but no, I mean, but yeah, if you think about it, I mean, you, this is a good point because nowadays monsters, you know, and I think they probably have nailed it right. Um, the fact that monsters are more, they're closer to the humans. Yeah. Yeah. More humans are monsters than Ain't that monsters. the truth. Yeah. And we're seeing plenty of that nowadays. Yeah, we are. Um, but yeah, I mean, because, uh, people are spooky. And freaky. I, I'm not going to say what I really think about most people anyway. Oh, well, they're a bunch of monsters is yes. what they are. We'll leave it at that. We'll call them monsters. Yes, they are. So, monsters. <clears throat> I think... Um, I mean, even now we've got monsters that, you know, we're like, oh, they're so cool and cuddly. Yeah. You know, Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. All of those guys. Yeah. And they were only scary because they were kids and there's like... I like that one. And they were only scared because they had to be. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, they're goofy and funny. Yeah. I like, even though I have to admit, though, one of my favorite villains, I guess, would be a good thing to do. I actually have a drawing of her somewhere, Maleficent. Mm -hmm. I mean, I liked her because she was just, she was just bad because she was bad. And then she turned into a dragon. Yeah. Big old monster. Yep. And then that little sword killed her. (laughs) Poor Maleficent. But no, I mean, um, yeah, she ended up as a big thing of black goo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, you know, and like I said, I liked I liked the movies. Yeah, but I really, you know, I still go back and I watch the cartoon more than anything because one, I just love the voice. I can't think of the lady's name at the moment that did the voice for Maleficent. Yeah. Do you know how many lines Sleeping Beauty had in an entire movie? I mean, the main character. Yes. Well, if you count the whole song. <laughs> And then, 11 lines. Yeah. That's it. 
But if you, but if, she, she, you she spent most song, of the, if she spent most of the movie asleep. No, if you count the song, it's eleven lines. Really? Yes. I'll have to go back and go do that. But yeah, no, she didn't have a lot of sp- speaking parts. Yeah, it was like, oh look, wow, okay. No, that was. And I just counted it as one long line. <laughs> What's funny? What's funny is if you actually watch that movie right there at the end, mm-hmm. they edited it wrong. Oh, um, how did they do that? My when friend? when the when they leave the house? Yeah. Okay. Um. They. So when they're in the castle. Yeah. All right. Who goes? Who goes to? The house. Prince Eric. Yeah. No, not Prince Eric. Oh, God, I messed myself up when I did that. Uh, the prince. The prince, but he's got a name. Yes. He's, oh, he's I one messed of the Charming up. Brothers. What? He's one of the Charming Brothers. <laughs> yeah, they all are. Yeah. Um, I, I cannot believe I messed myself up. Ah, where's my phone? I, I keep telling it. So when the prince went to the um, house, to the house, Maleficent said what to him? You're Ooh. a poopy head. Go away. No, she, <laughs> said, she says, I don't know. She says, I set a trap for a peasant and lo, I got a prince. Right? Yeah. Okay. So she had no idea that Sleeping Beauty or uh, Aurora uh-huh. had you know, an interest. Yep. Right? And so she was very, how did she view the pet, the, the, the fairies? Is beneath her. Yes. Humans beneath her. Yep. Um, so, but, but then. I knock my phone off. That's what that Then was. they go, see them going into the castle. Yep. And they're up in the tower. Yeah. Okay. And they say something. That's when you hear all that weird noise coming out of the tower. Yep. And they, they say a few other things and she's like, <gasps> Prince, you know, like this. So it was like the prince thing needed to be or wherever they had it they had no no i'm sorry after they had done everything then Malif- then you saw the prince coming up the prince needed to be right before right after they left because then maleficent would have known that they had gone to the castle yeah so that's the only place and then the fairies go and find that he was captured yes so are you going to try to pick up your phone I gotta pick it up. I gotta get my phone. There's monsters on my phone. They're looking at me. Why are they looking at me? Prince Philip. That was gonna bother me. Okay, well that's good. Yep. So So he was a monster then, was he? Well, maybe. He did uh, kill her. He yes, did kill he did. Yeah. But is that but would that make him a monster? No, no. You know, what about Shrek? Is he a monster? Yeah, he's a troll. No, he's an ogre. An ogre. Golly. I There's can't. a difference between a troll and ogre. I'm think I'm thinking I'm thinking ahead to Frozen. Frozen, yeah. Frozen. Well think about Frozen. I mean Frozen is also a very Those trolls are good. Yeah, well those in that in that country trolls yeah. pretty much are good. Yeah. But if you look at Frozen even in the supernatural ways did you see Frozen 2? Actually, I did. It was pretty I good. liked it better. Yeah. Somebody had a neat... Um, there's only a couple of songs I, I, didn't, I did not like. I'm like, oh, no, don't go there. 
Um, the one with the reindeer start singing and it's yeah. like a power ballad. I'm like, no, no, no. There was a lot of singing in that one. There was a lot more singing in the second one than there was. I liked the storyline, but I think they would have been okay with leaving some yeah. of these songs My out. favorite part was not Olaf was describing the first movie. Oh, yeah. And 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 the and the guy captain of the guard. Oh oh my oh no really oh they died they oh. froze <laughs> oh yeah and of course that that set up a thing on Disney Plus where Olaf tells all the yeah tells stories. Us. have you seen that was hilarious oh, yeah. I love the one with the uh, uh, I love the uh, Little Mermaid one yes that's that one little splashy thing uh-huh. I love that one uh, but yeah I mean if you look like I said if you look at that um, you have the supernatural aspect of it as well. And it makes you wonder, I mean, it's like, is it because it's a fairy tale that they feel like they have to put that stuff in there? Or, I mean, because, you know. Can you tell me a fairy tale that doesn't have any form of magic or supernatural in it at all? Hmm. I'm sure there's one out there. Bet there ain't. I don't know. That's a good question. That might be something I have to look up. Think of all the ones you know. I'm thinking. Do, 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 do. Come on. Um, Just start yelling like, at titles. Like Grimm's fairy tales and stuff like that. You're talking about yeah. those? Yeah. Um, I don't know of any of those that don't have some level of paranormal something. Some kind, yeah. yeah. I don't know of any Grimm's fairy tales. the Grimm's are very grim indeed. Yeah. And... Because if it came from the Black Forest, there was well, magic actually, in it. I guess technically the real the real story of Cinderella. <laughs> um, no, that still has supernatural no, no, magic no, in they're, it. They're talking about like the actual story. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes, no, 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 no. I, I saw uh, no, like um, the real life that it was based off of. Oh, yeah. Um, there was no, there was no blue, fa- there was no fairies in that one. No. Um, but no, I mean, I can't really think of any fairy tale per se that would have that and it why but why do you think i mean this is speculating big time but when you look at fairy tales why do you think they had to put in they felt it necessary to put in these things why couldn't they tell a fairy tale that didn't have a witch or a spell or you know a curse well actually (laughs) i have something very cool what is that? Tolkien. Yeah. He wrote a paper mm-hmm. on fairy tales. Oh, really? And why they are like that. Okay. I would suggest anyone who, who would like to know more about fairy tales to go look this up. It's written by J.R.R. Tolkien, mm-hmm. and it's called Fairy Tales. And it's, and, it's, and it's his... It's his take on why... They did that. They made fairy tales like they were and why everything had magic in it. I, I was always thinking that because um, cause when we were talking about the show, and this is one of the things that I wanted to talk about even because, you know, could it be the fact that they felt like they wanted to have control? Like it was a mechanism for controlling their environment, as I'm doing air quotes that no one else can see except you. Um, so I love the air quotes. Yeah. Well, I have to try to make myself clear to you. Yeah. I'm talking, yeah. We're in the same yeah. room together. But yeah, I mean, I've always, I was thinking about that because, you know, if you think about it, um, you know, the original story of the Snow Queen. Yeah. She was not a very pleasant person. Nope. 
and they had to do things to control her. So it's like, it's almost like they viewed the natural occurrences of winter as if they gave it a physical supernatural being. Yeah. And so they await for them to control it. Yeah. So, and if you I mean, even if you look at the, you know, the other stories of like, um, you know, even like Snow White, you know, the queen in that, um, in the real, you know, the real story is very gruesome way that, yeah. you know, uh, how she died. Um, but even but very her, satisfying. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Disney can never do that. No, Disney no, can, never, can do never do that, but you it's know, somebody should do that. Somebody yeah. should actually take the Grimm's fairy tales and yeah, do them verbatim. Yeah. Yeah. The people be, you talk about they, horror movies. They would be rated R horror movies. Yeah. They'd be horror movies. Um, oh God, that's a good idea. I need yeah. to win a lottery. <laughs> I put a couple of million in something like that. Yeah. I put about a hundred million in that. Um, Oh, that's so interesting. Kind, yeah. of, kind of curious now. Uh, but it's also, it's like they're trying, and it's kind of like, be careful what you wish for kind of a thing to me. Because, you know, the queen wanted to be the most fairest in the land, mm -hmm. which is a vain thing. Um, because some someone's always going to be prettier. Someone's going to always be fair or whatever. Yeah. And, um, I don't, and I think personally to me in that story, it was more about how she was on the inside not her physical appearance kind of like beauty and the beast yeah and for the beast was the same way yeah and um here's my question do you think it says that the beast would stay the beast until his 18th birthday yeah i've always wondered if that was they should have worded that a little bit different from like because how old, because if he was 18 and how long was he, so how old was he when he got turned? Was he like 12? Yeah. So, um, but if you look in. So, so you're basing your rudeness of a 12 year old boy. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, it's that's a little. That's kind of stupid. Stupid. Yeah. And stupid. I don't think that's the way it stupid. was. Stupid. And I never saw that in any of the other movies. In fact, I've always loved the Beauty and Beast stories. I've always loved watching those. Um, because it is the idea about yeah. the inner person. Yeah. Um, but I even watched the old, the old silent film version of it. Have you ever seen that? No. Well, you gotta look it up. It's silent, of course, and it's from France because, uh -huh. you know, Beauty and the Beast does hail from France. Yes. Really does. And, um, but, uh, in fact, if you look at this movie, they pretty much, the, the animated film pretty much gave, it took it from that it's that story yeah um it, you know, even the castle with all the gargoyles in there looking yeah. they would move and follow and they had the mirror and all that other fun stuff um he did the stuff i mean it's in the book too but um but the goals but yeah so i mean i've always thought about the the psychological part of when you read it it's like okay they're doing these things to either cause harm to control the environment, to control this, or to stop this evil from coming in. So, I mean, kind some, of some xenophobic die. Do what? Sort of a xenophobic style. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but no, I mean, I was just thinking of, I've, I thought about that. I was like, is it is it trying to give people a coping mechanism? You know, through 
these ideas, even in, even in cartoons. I mean, when people watch it, there's this bit of satisfaction when the bad guy or girl or woman gets smooshed, gets smushed, gets killed or gets eliminated or mm-hmm. gets even just not even killed, but just gets controlled mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. I mean, so you kind of. Well, the way they said they broke it down is uh, you had like so a couple of categories. Mm-hmm. You had your basic uh, uh, cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had the uh, old wives tale. Mm-hmm. And then there was. Uh, uh, trying to remember that third one. And oh, she would have told me about this. I would have printed. I would have found that and printed it up for us. Yeah. We're, we're eventually going to become good at this. Yeah. One day we will get good at this. Yeah. We used, we used, we used to do this years ago. We yeah. actually had a live show sure, yeah. had where you could see us. You don't want to see us now. I don't know. I think I look pretty good. And hey, that's what masks are for in makeup. I can make oh, us yeah. look younger. There you go. All I right. can make us look 20 years younger. I can go with that then. You do a little color in there. Yeah, a little color right here, a little right yeah. there. So, we'll match your hair. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, I mean that's that is true. I mean because it is always the fairy tales are always based around something. Yeah, I mean the Little Mermaid, I guess, would be a cautionary tale. Yeah, because the way be the careful book, what you wish for, you may get it. Well, not even so much that because you know she didn't get the prince in right. the story, and she ended up turning into sea foam. Yeah. You know, that was the end of And the, she uh, walked around in pain the entire time. Yeah. Um, so, and that's what people, you know, the problem is, is that so many people want to have stuff handed to them mm-hmm. that they don't go back and actually read it. I mean, yep. I mean, look at uh, Ichabod Crane, you know, mm-hmm. his, his storyline also comes to the line of greed. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Because if you read the story, it kind of is very, even the animated yeah. short was the same way. Um, but yep, he, but, uh, yeah. here you go again. I know <laughs> my, my brain gets in gear, but my, my mouth does not brains about two steps ahead of your jaw. Yep. And it goes, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, so, I mean, and he wanted all this stuff and, uh, he ended up actually encountering real something paranormal. But Extremely else? paranormal. Yeah, headless horseman. That kind of do it. Still want to know how Scary he knew where enough. he was. Like, how did the horseman see? Like, really think about it. I mean, he saw through the eyes of his horse. So, was his head invisible? Yeah, the ghost. Come on. Just saying. I mean, think about it. Well, you know, it's the more disturbing thing is the fact that in France, yeah, um, one of the big. Um, parks in France, um, there would be reports of spectral entities walking around in the park without any heads. They would have no head. (laughs) And the park actually at one time was where they were beheading people and they were throwing their bodies in there, Yeah, but their heads weren't being thrown in there with them. So yeah. Um, so there's been reports inside that park where there's been people walking, they'd see like beheaded people walking around. So like, <laughs> that's fun. That's so scary. Yeah. But no, it's like, it's uh, spooky. 
Well, I guess one fairy tale. Um, I guess, Hence the word fairy tale. Yeah. I guess if you want to, well, the movie we were just talking about, like, technically that's a kind of a fairy tale. What's that? Uncle Remus. Uncle Remus? Yeah. So, the tales of Uncle Remus. Yeah, they're talking animals. Come on. But still. But you didn't see like, I will cast a spell on you. Hocus Pocus. But they're talking animals. Come on. But it's imagination. But there's no no spells. See what I'm saying? Yeah, but they're talking animals. Yeah, true. But there's no supernatural. There's no They're talking animals. There's no trolls. There's no witches. There's no, you know, Uncle Remus. Just Uncle Remus. Uh, but they're I tell talking you, animals. I tell you, you know, of course, the the ride is no longer there. It's there. It's just been renamed. Yeah. Well, they got rid of all the characters. Yeah. Um, and you know what though? It's now by you. Yep. I'm very interested in that. A yep. lot of people had issues with it, but you know what? The before everything hit the fan, you know, about this. Um, do you know that they had actually had planned to redo? The ride, yeah, for years. Yeah. Like they had, they had worked on it like two or three years before all the woke stuff hit the yeah. environments. Yeah, and we're not a very woke people. Um, <laughs> no, we ain't. No, um, and I've, I'm really used to know what willingly <laughs> overlooking bad stuff or whatever. Uh, but the song in that one. Since we're talking about if we're going to label singing animals as supernatural, the Blue Jay song. Yeah. When he talks about, I listen, I actually have it on my disc over here. And I kind of skip over this one because the Blue Jay goes, Well, you were born in the Briar Patch and that's where you're going to stay. I thought, I don't like you because it's like you can't be any more than what you already are. And that's how it is. If you listen to that song, yeah. And that's what he's saying. So part of me is like going, I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that song anymore. I don't like him, but birds. Yeah. But so, but if, you know, if you keep going. That sounds more like a blue jay than a blue bird. Yeah. Mr. Blue Bird on my show. Now you notice he never spoke. He only went trippity chirp chirp like well, an actual he, bird. He talks in the ride. He talks in the ride. Because it's magic. Magic. It's Disney magic. Yes. Woo. But um, let me see here. Um, I guess, let's see, another movie that, has, a, that has another. Moonstar. Oh, yeah, Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Pinocchio was. You had the fairy queen, the mm-hmm. blue fairy. In fact, that Pinocchio is technically a supernatural being. Yep. And turn him into donkeys. Yep. And um, did, you, um, did you ever watch the live action version of that? No. Okay. Um, I did watched... you ever see Pinocchio in space? No. <laughs> I might have to watch it now. You're going to have to watch he that, does that He wouldn't need a spacesuit. Um, but he wears a space helmet. Okay, but he doesn't need one. Is he still wood? Yes. When did he turn back to wood? No, no he starts off <laughs> as wood, but in outer space. I know, that's what I'm saying. But he, in the movie, he turned to a little boy at the end. Yeah, so does he in this one. <laughs> so somehow he turns back. Okay. No. Oh, it's like supposed to be the story of Pinocchio. Yeah, it's in just set, space. Set in space. Oh wow, it's like Jason in space. Yes. All right. Um, but if you watch, the, I watch. I didn't watch all of it. 
I can only tolerate so much of it. But I that, wonder why. <laughs> because uh, I'm not even going to try to say. But um, I like the fact that they made Pinocchio look like Pinocchio. That was that was a plus for that. Um, and what's his face that played Geppetto looked like Geppetto. And they still had a cat and they still had a, the fish. So they had all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you watched it when he made the wish upon the wishing star, apparently in this one, and I don't know if it's in the real story or not because it's been so long since I've read the the actual Pinocchios because Pinocchio was a butthead in the stories. Extreme. Extremely a butthead. I mean, he even killed Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, I know, right? I don't want to listen to you. Mm -hmm. And you know they actually had that in the, they actually had that in the, movies too he was actually going to die early and they took that they took that part out um but um in the movie though the live act the live action uh movie more air quotes um the blue fairy's beam hits geppetto's picture of geppetto's uh deceased son then that ricochets off of that picture and then hits pinocchio so I've also read other, because when I first saw it, this is what I thought that puppet had his son's soul stuck in him and he didn't know, you know, who he really was. And I saw, and when I, well, the moment I saw that in that, in that image, that blue light hit that um, picture and then reflected over there and then he became alive. I was like, that's the boy's soul that's trapped inside that puppet that's animating it. That was kind of cool and kind of freaky. Freaky all at the same time. It's all freaky, dinky, Pinocchio, wokey. Yeah, because, you know, it's like if you watch, um, there's a new one about, have you seen the one about the the, the story with the um, animatronics characters that are like possessed by the children, ghosts of children? Yeah. And they kill people? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I would think would happen. Kind of like the Five Nights at Freddy's. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Michael loves that stuff. <clears throat> My yeah. son just loves it. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. He used to try to play. He used to play the game. He, mm-hmm. had, he even went on Halloween as Freddy, because <laughs> as the bear. Because apparently there's a new release of it, or yeah, re-releasing it or something. It looks like it's a new version or something. Yeah, I think it's a different version. Yeah, so I haven't seen that one yet. But I remember what's funny is when they were releasing it. I'm sitting here going, "Wait a minute! I feel like I've seen these characters before." And that's you went to Chuck E. Cheese and went, "Ah, <laughs> I missed that." Uh, I always like the animatronic characters. Yeah. I actually got to work on one one time. How uh, freaky. Yeah. Oh, no, it was cool. It was, I was actually helping this one people who had bought the Chuck E. Cheese things. Mm-hmm. I was helping them fix the issues that they were having with the animatronic characters. And I'm thinking, oh, I just want to take this thing home and tear it apart and just make brand new ones because it had all the mechanical parts in there. And um, I wanted to listen to the tape. Because it turns out most of them is just tones. That's all it is. The animatronic part is just controlled by tone sounds. Um, but yeah, I mean, so if you look at Freddy, Five Nights with Freddy or whatever, um, you have that you have that whole idea of a still a supernatural event happening, and these entities are now inhabiting become possessed. Yeah. So by the devil. Yep. And I also want to say there was a cartoon also I think they took off from, I was watching something where they had like some characters. 
I think it was a Scooby Doo, actually. Probably. And it, and that they had these animatronic characters come to life. So my favorite Scooby Doo was when Scooby Doo met Kiss. Yep. That's my you, favorite. Did you see the newer one that they did? Yeah. One with the Stargate. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um but again, supernatural. Yep. Interdimensional beings and stuff like that. And I guess one thing I guess for most people at least for me, the reason why I like it personally for me is because it's just outside of the norm. It's not something that is, you know, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, and it's just something that you don't have to, it's, you know, it's imagination. So, imagination. Oh, no, you did not. I had to. No, you didn't. Yes, you I really did. didn't. Yes, I did. <sighs> I don't like you right now. Uh, sorry. It's about time for a word from our sponsor. Maybe so. Let's see what. Let's see if I remember which button it is. Let's try this one. All right. Oh, well, let's try this one. All right. You are listening to The Spectral Side. That's not a bad one, but let's try another one. I'm going to get you and your little dog, too. <laughs> oh, try again. Hey, that's actually fitting, you know, Yeah. for this show. Mm-hmm. I think it's maybe this one. This segment of the Spectral Site is brought to you by the Ghoulish Garb. The Ghoulish Garb is committed to providing clothing uniquely designed for those who are mystified by witches and intrigued by the macabre and in need of a healthy dose of gallo humor. So check them out at theghoulishgarb.com and really get your ghoul on. Ghoulish Garb. Macabre. Macabre. <laughs> You know, I'm not the only one that has said that. Trooper Macabre. Um, I actually was watching a show, and I'm pretty sure they made it sarcastically, saying it sarcastically, but this one guy said Macabre. In fact, it was on macabre. Muppets. Yeah. The Muppets. Oh, yeah, he did that on purpose, yes. Yeah, macabre. I heard him say that. I'm like, say Macabre. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. It's Macabre. But no, I think, um, I think a lot of people... I mean, it's plus, you know, it, it kind of takes you, for me, I think supernatural, the paranormal stuff inside cartoons and movies and like animated things. I think it really just helps. Um, you have to, like, you're able to let your imagination go. Yeah. And it's not so much rooted into reality. Yeah. Well, like I said, what, what it seems to have done, especially to, you know, people our age, mm-hmm. the nice Gen Xers we are. We're old. So, you know, the guy, it pretty much got rid of the wives' tales. Yeah. I can see that. You know, where they said, you know, if you don't do this, the boogeyman's going to get you. Mm-hmm. Whereas we know is the boogeyman is the guy who has the uh, disco light going and, you know, is dancing all night long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, we take a literal, they took a literal terms for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying earlier. It's like the fact that it just seems to, you know, I guess in some ways it also kind of helps you think about, it doesn't seem to be helping the generation now, um, but it makes you look toward real solutions. Shadow. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, but they have, but people have issues with being able to, to separate reality. I mean, we grew up watching Yosemite Sam with guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never wanted to shoot anybody. Nope. You know, we had the lowest of all this other stuff. Yep. Um, I've watched Wally Cody fall off cliffs. Yep. 
and never wanted to jump off a cliff. Never wanted to order anything from Acme. No, no, I did. I did. There's a few things. There's a few <laughs> things that I saw in some of these cartoons that I was like, I want that. Unfortunately, it, and I do have an Acme animation paper punch, homemade one. And I, my, <laughs> my, my Acme animation um, desk, disc right here. So I do have some things from Acme. <laughs> and guess what? what? That's exactly what they named them after. <laughs> the fictitious Acme company. So a lot of people didn't know that. <laughs> that is too cool. You know what? We should look up what Acme means sometime. I think it's an, an acrostic. Or not an acrostic. An anagram. Acronym. Oh, no. An acronym. An acronym. What was the other thing I just said? An acrostic. Well, it could be an acrostic. Acrostic is the first, first letter out of everything that creates a name. Which is also an acronym. What's an acrostic? But um, I gotta look it up myself too. Prince Philip. No. <laughs> Oh, okay. There it is. Oh, okay. That's what it is. No, it's basically the what same thing. What does the word Acme mean? It means it is the highest or most critical point or stage as of growth or development. That is not what we were talking about. <laughs> Okay, I, th I found it what it was. Crossic is kind of like what we said. Because um, it literally is composition usually in verse with sets of letters such as initials and final letters of the lines. So in other words, it's if you, if you look in like the actual Hebrew, and it's a form of an acrostic where they actually have people's names or they actually have the alphabet. So that's more of like a whole paragraph kind of a thing going on. It's almost like a hidden message. But I thought Acme actually meant something. Uh-uh. In, uh -uh. in it's, it's an actual just creation for well, Coyote and Roadrunner. Because it was in all of them. Mm-hmm. Did Acme exist before Looney Tunes? Acme is a fictional corporation that features prominently in Roadrunner Wally Coyote cartoons as a running gag, featuring outlandish products that Wally would order. Jones chose the Acme name based on his childhood memory of Los Angeles's first phone books, where businesses chose the Acme name so they could be listed up front. So, that's interesting. 
and Jones probably might be Chuck Jones. <laughs> yep, as it would be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what it is. So I guess it's like people later on chose like triple A, double A, triple A. Yeah. So that'd be first. Yeah. In the in the phone book. That's where that's where all those things came from. From like A A A. You know, yeah. you know, that that came so they could be listed mm-hmm. in even searches on the internet. Yep. So, so yeah, I I knew it came from something. Mm-hmm. And I still want to say it came from something else. Apparently just the creation of Chuck Jones. I will be looking it up. And his monsters. Yeah. And yeah, I mean That reminds me there was a special that Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck did. Mm-hmm. Uh about monsters. Which one was that? I don't remember, but it's kinda like a I think it's around Halloween. Kind of like a Halloween special. Was and this like one of the 70s, 80s versions? 70s, I think. Maybe okay. early 80s. Because, you know, the bugs had a different look mm-hmm. in the 80s. Well, what it was is uh, they had uh, Daffy Duck get up and sing. Yeah. Uh, a song about monsters. Huh. I'm not so having fun that. But it was Mel Torme doing the singing. <laughs> wow, that's old. That's that's been around. So it was, really, you know, I like I'm a fan of Mountain Amazing. So oh yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Oh, did you ever watch Night Court? Oh yes, yeah. all the time. Night, there it was Mel Torme. Actually, the new version of it's not too bad. No, it's kind of funny hearing yeah. her real voice. Yeah, no. After actually, if you watch her when she first appears on Big Bang, she has a normal voice. Then oh, I'm sure she gets higher and higher and higher until little dogs can hear it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, so I mean, it's plus. I think it's just fun to have fun. I think that was the biggest thing with the with the animated parts, mm-hmm. like the Warner Brothers and Tex Avery and yeah, all those guys. I think when it came down to um, it wasn't to make the monsters scary; it was to make them comedic. Yeah, and because everybody was because let's face it, everybody took the monsters seriously. Yeah, well, even though if you watch the monster movies now, you're like going, "This was scary." You took that seriously. You, this was you know what? <laughs> you people. Yeah, and um, but because uh, back then life wasn't scary. Not as much as we thought. It's like it's like uh, watching House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Vincent Price. Yeah, we got we got on yeah. DVD. I actually have that on. VHS. <laughs> uh, you know, that's trying to make a comeback now, too. VHS? Yes. Why? I don't know. I get, I mean, it's like records came back. But that's because it sounds better. It does. Mm, I mean, it, it literally just does sound better. Well, honestly, when you come, when you come right down to it, it's nice to see high res stuff I get. For me, I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Because you don't see that way. We don't. Our eyes do not work in high definition. <laughs> and actually, if you watch a high definition show, your eyes do exactly like it normally does. You can have 4K, you can have 8K, you can have 20K on either side. You're only seeing that right in the middle. Your eyes blur everything else. So it drops the resolution down to nothing. Yep. And um, so to me, I just. The only the only advantages that I've found um, for all of that is um, doing it. I'm, I'm so off our subject at the moment, but for doing stuff like that, it seems to be 
just more for editing and yeah. able to move around inside there. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't understand that it's just a really fracking big image. I mean, that's, that's all it is. The DPI on those things are still 72 DPI. The problem is, is you have 1440 by whatever. And that means that when you print it out, this image, if you were to print it out in, in inches, it's like, it's like 25, 28 inches or whatever, or feet. You know, it's a huge one, one image. So, and I'll pretend I like I knew exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So anybody who's listening, uh, we'll get to that. And go. Yeah, I agree with him completely. There's just no need. Or, or you can be like me and stare at him blankly, like, "What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I have no well, clue." It's I'm just lost. the resolution they talk about, 4K. Uh, yeah. But anytime you anytime you snatch an image and everything like that, it's still only still 72 DPI. The only thing is, though, unless it's a monster. Yeah. Um. Then it's then it's 40 DPI. Yeah. So, but here's another thing, talking about going back uh, to the, let's go back to the old classic black and white movies, yeah. um, The Wolfman. Yeah. Now, you listen to like the stories of The Wolfman, and um, either you have, of course, if you watch Harry Potter, you know what we're talking about, the Animagus, the man who could control it, mm-hmm. then you had the werewolf. Uh, then you had the other one where you would put a belt of a uh, wolf. Yeah, some kind of special belt on. Yeah, and then that could change you too. Mm-hmm. So that the thing that was more like a skinwalker or whatever, yeah. kind of a legend. Um, no, then you even had the skinwalkers. But, you know, again, you come down to a point where with the werewolf story is you have somebody who has a circumstance that they have no control over. Uh-huh. And there, there's only one way out for them, you know, to either live your life as a werewolf or die. or die. So, I mean, again, it's like you think there's a moral issue going on in there. Now, did you see the last werewolf movie um, with what's, oh, who was? Which, you got to come on. You gotta, <sighs> no, no, no. Been several. Well, there was one, it's like The Wolf Man. It was like the remake did you see that one um, with, um, oh, I can't think of the actor's name. He also does movies and stuff. I direct his movies and stuff. <clears throat> but he's also an actor. Um, that's so, uh, so many people. Um, oh, God. It, it even had, what's his face? Um, from the Lord of the Rings, the head elf um, um, in Rivendell. Yeah. Um, I can't even, he was in the movie too. V. Yeah, V. Um, he was in there as well, but that to me, that was a wolf man. If you watch that movie, he changes and he's, he looks like a really cool, awesome version of the wolf man that you see from the classic ones. And again, you have like, um, and it turns out his father was also the wolf, a wolf man. And he had gotten it from somewhere in another country. Lycan Campsy. Lycanthropes. Yes. So, which is actually, isn't that a real disease? Like in the room? Yeah. Liking, yeah, it's called liking cancer or something like that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know my terms. <laughs> Please forgive me. Well, I'm watching that you're trying not to fall asleep over there. Man, I got something in my eye over here. No, me. you're falling asleep. I'm like, you're like, <clears throat> I'm waiting no, for snores. No, I, I mean, literally, I do have something in my eye. I can feel it poking it. You did that last time, too. It's like, I'm sitting here and all of a sudden, it's like a lash is going... <laughs> 
It's my little creature that I have that lives in my house. But don't quit poking me in the eye. Mm. You it's getting that. annoying. He'll listen to you. Quit poking me in the eye. It's annoying. <laughs> yeah, funny because all of a sudden it stops. Yeah. Um, I told you. No. Yeah. But, but yeah. Poke go poke him in the eye. No, he doesn't. It shouldn't do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think about, I think about, you know, you, you think about the monsters, like, you know, uh, Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. You know, that was the act of trying to control life, you know? Yeah. And what was its moral? Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. But apparently he, they didn't learn because then they made Frankenstein's bride. Yep. Or the bride of Frankenstein. Yep. Which, you know, I think that's what made the monster's name yeah, go to, to yeah, yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah, it's because it was the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, so that's why everybody thought the monster. Mm -hmm. But if you watch the first one, it's the monster of Frankenstein. Right. Frankenstein's it's monster. monster. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, because, you know, the monster had to have a really long name because it was made out of, what, like 15 people. At least. So, so it was like, what's your last name? Well, there's Schmidt and Osenvern and Mecklern and <laughs> Oh, here's your really cool thing. What? You ever seen the uh, painting of the knight stabbing the dragon? You mean St. George killing the dragon? Uh-huh. Yes. You know who St. George's last name is? Frankenstein. Yep. Seriously? Yes. I was just joking. It's St. George Frankenstein. Wow. Frankenstein. No. Stein. Stein. You, Stein. Know, you know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Young Frankenstein. Fabruca. Yes. That's a great show. Forest moments. Sometimes you're kind of like going, oh, come on, get to the funny part. Yeah. Um, no, that was Mel Brooks. That was a cool monster, too. Yeah. He was funny. <laughs> Put on the rats. Oh, wow. Showing her age here. Uh, I remember, <laughs> going, I remember <laughs> going to the movie theaters and watching that one. Yeah. And again, supernatural, but yep. yet making fun of it. Uh-huh. Or making light of it. And, uh, and, and I think in that one, uh, for me, you know, yeah, he goes a little bit crazy, but it also shows how people who don't understand something, how they react to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, well, we've, the advice that we've given to people about paranormal things yeah. is don't overreact. Yes. I mean. That also goes double for monsters. Don't overreact to the monster. Well, unless you see something really big coming at you with sharp teeth, I would go the other way. No, that's called a shark. You know. No, no, I'm talking on land. No, land shark. <laughs> um, no, that one's called a bear. No. I'm talking about if you see like. Or the wolverine, either one. Either one, I'm going. Even a honey badger. Because <laughs> they don't give a crap. No, they don't. <laughs> I'm not going to say it like they'll the actually, They'll actually fight a wolverine. Yep. Aren't they in the same family too, aren't they? I think so. In the weasel family? Yeah. So, which is, that's always that's funny that the badger. Is just a really, really big weasel. And the Wolverine's even a bigger weasel. Yeah. So, um, but no, I mean, but yeah, I mean, well, well, what you just talked about, think about, um, even though they're calling them mutants. Yeah. They're still supernatural creatures. Yeah. Yeah. I always said, uh, and, I, and I understand where they're coming from. Well, but actually, the, if you, the, if the, you, the mutant part always kind of convinced. It all depends me. on what mutant you're referring to. Well, Wolverine's a mutant. Okay. Now, the way the mutants are portrayed in the comic books is yeah. that it's not supernatural or anything. Yeah. It's actually a advancement in the human brain mm -hmm. that causes the mutation. 
That's yeah. why that was the whole thing about Magneto. He's calling everybody Homo sapiens superior. Yeah. See, we, see uh, regular humans are Homo sapiens sapiens. Mm. So he coined the phrase Homo sapiens superior. Yeah. But when you still come down to it, if you think about some of their powers that they have. Yeah. They, um, like teleportation, yeah, teleportation, uh, uh, being able to do phasing through stuff, yeah, and able to make things happen and all this other stuff, yeah. yeah I mean, they just basically took supernatural, okay. supernatural, Ooh. new word, supernatural things and called them mutants. Oh, well, this is just this, this mm-hmm. is just the next mute, this is our next evolutionary thing. I don't know. I watch some some of the way these some of these people look. I don't think I want that evolutionary chart. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just be like, yeah. I mean, especially the frog guy with the tongue. Mm-hmm. I mean, and let's face it, some of the mutations Toad? that they created, yeah. it's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, even though they've just took an aspect of something that is supernatural and reworded yeah. it. Yeah. So, um. Because well, you also do have the super. Who, who is Doctor super, Strange? Well, not just Doctor Strange, but who else in the Marvel in the X Men universe? Who is also something? Who's somebody who's supernatural, according to the comic books, anyway? And I have seen it in some of the animation as well. Who's also who is a? He's not technically a mutant. He gets his powers from an object. Juggernaut. Yep. Because his helmet's enchanted. Yeah, so that uh, Xavier can't get into his mind. Well, it's also if you pull it off of him, mm-hmm. he shrinks down. So his size and everything else is because I think it was Loki that enchanted it. It's one of the Norse gods. I don't want to say it's Loki that enchanted now, it. Now, if you want to go by the actual comic book, mm-hmm. now he actually found a special red cube, you know, that blue cube that they have in the movies? Mm-hmm. Well, he found a red cube like that. Yeah. And it gave him those powers. Yeah, but and he, the only thing the helmet does is keep Xavier from getting into his head. You can take it off of him. He's still got all his powers and it's huge yeah. and everything. Because in the comment, in the animated things, if they pulled the helmet off, he would shrink down. Yeah. Um, but in the actual comment, but no, it was just to keep Xavier out of his head. Yeah. Um, which was also what Magneto's helmet did to him. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so but uh, supposedly I forgot who enchanted his helmet. I want to say Loki. I think it might have been Loki. Sounds about right. Uh, but then again, here we go. We have a supernatural, supernatural yep. person. And the other thing is, is what if all of um, the supernatural parts, since we're dealing with Norris gods, what if all these people are nothing more like Percy Jackson? What if they are childrens of children of the different, you know, gods? Well, Loki actually is. Yeah, he is the he's actually an ice giant who's a dwarf. Mm-hmm. And didn't his, Odin didn't Odin do something? Yeah, he adopted him. Yeah, but I thought he did something to make him look normal. No, or that, to normal to the Norse people. Yeah, yeah, he put his, did some sort of spell on him yeah. so he would. And uh, Laffy, mm-hmm. Laffy. Yeah. Abandoned Loki. Yeah. And he was, you know, the king of the ice giants. Mm-hmm. So, in truth, once, you know, Luffy was gone, mm-hmm. Loki should have become king of the ice giants. Yeah. True. And, well, I guess in some ways, if you watch the what ifs, yeah. you kind of see that in a way. Yeah. Because he's, he's a massive blue guy. 
Um, but somebody also pointed pointed out something, and even even in today's thing, you have the TVA, right? You're gonna be okay. TVA. Yeah, time variance. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that. That was yeah, and I really enjoyed that show. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good one. But here's somebody. Somebody pointed out something. What's that? Odin was stronger than he who remains. Yeah, stronger than the TVA. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Why did you have you read this little thing? Somebody pointed this out. It's really smart. Didn't think about it. Loki's appearance was an enchantment. It was magic. Mm-hmm. In the TVA, magic is not supposed to work. Loki should have reverted back to his original appearance in the TVA because magic didn't work there because even the, even the stones didn't work. So, um, so my question is when they lifted up at the end of the thing, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, uh, if when they lifted off, then they took the ability to stop the magic abilities. Um, what happened? I wonder if the stones started working. That'd been cool if they did. Yeah. Because they said that, oh, well, we're using these as paperweights. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of makes you wonder if, you know, I've always thought, well, how do they get the stones back? That would be kind of interesting. But the problem is they said that each sets of stones are different for each universe. So, but apparently somehow the stones, even though um, Thanos destroyed them, they still exist in like micro form. So, it makes because you, apparently you really can't destroy them, right? So, I was thinking if you destroyed the stones, wouldn't that destroy the universe? Supposedly, that's so that's I, why they don't get destroyed. Yeah, because the universe is still here. And so it was mm. just a just a thought. But again, something supernatural. Yep. And of course, like you said, my one of my favorite Marvel characters out of all time, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. That's that's something I really the like. Sorcerer Supreme. Yep. And you know why he's a sorcerer, right? Because he's not wearing a hat. Exactly. <laughs> I remember that discussion. <laughs> I remember that discussion. Uh, but no, that's uh, uh, you know what I kind of wish they would do. What I wish they would stop making movies. Just, just quit. Uh huh. Um, but start developing, and if they could get Cumberbunch to do it. Cumberbatch, Cumberbunch, <laughs> Cumberbatch, whatever his name is. Um, you Cumberbatch? Yeah, that's shut up. Um, <laughs> if they could get him to do it, why not start making Disney Plus? Why not make shows like make a series? Yeah, not just you know make something like make you know a twelve, fourteen episode show. With Doctor Strange, where he has to figure out stuff and he has to do all this stuff. I mean, yeah. that to me, I think would be more enjoyable than going to, unfortunately, waiting for the movies to come out on Disney Plus because I'm too scared to freaking spend seventeen dollars for a ticket, to, or whatever they are now. Um, and you spend forty bucks a pair. Yeah, I mean, and then you go buy the popcorn. You spend another mm-hmm. sixty for all that. Um, so, you know, you're going to spend close to $80 to go watch a movie. You know, I don't want to go watch a movie. And of course, here's, I'm going to, well, we're going to air this up. I know we're getting close to it, but you know, the end of, uh, Dr. Strange in the multiverse, you know, the sad thing is, is that movie was completely unnecessary mm-hmm. because the red witch, she just needed one of the rings. 
Because if you listen to the first movie, it says what? It allows us to move from place to place and in the multiverse. So they could go on to other multiverses, which also destroys everything that is into, because if you can go to the multiverse, then the Sorcerer Supreme would have never done that because she would have known or they would have known that it would cause an incursion. So the incursions didn't really happen because they were going into the other ones. So that's against canon. Or, mm-hmm. Very and, much so. Yeah, and the Red Witch didn't need to steal the powers from the little girl. She just needed to go steal a a ring. Stone. Well, no, the ring. You know, the, oh, yeah. like, you know. And she could have gone, because she's the Red Witch, she could have gone to any universe that she wanted to, using the ring. She just had to learn how to master the ring. So, to me, after figuring that out, I still watch the movie every once in a while, but I'm sitting here going, no. (laughs) And so, it's like, and how did Doctor Strange cause an incursion when he went into the dark universe, you know? Um... I guess I only did it in Spider-Man. Yeah, but I mean, but the same thing is, though, it was like, it was incursion into our world. They were coming into our world to take it over. Mm-hmm. So how did he cause the incursion? And of course, in the, in the original books and stuff, that I think it actually is where the demons get sucked into that he made a bargain with. Yep. Because I had that comic book. And they also yeah. did it in an in animated thing too, but no, I, I think like it's that. interesting how um, how the paranormal and supernatural, and really, if you think about it, it pretty much powers up everything. If even yep. Superman, he's paranormal. Actually, Superman's weakness is magic. Yeah, so I mean, he's he's a paranormal being. No, he's not. He's an alien. Yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying is, he's still paranormal. It's considered, you know, aliens are thrown in the paranormal stuff. As True. Well. So that's what I'm saying. He's paranormal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Because, like I said, he is an alien. Yeah. So he would be considered paranormal. He might look like you and me. You know, I've always wondered. I've always wished they would have made his blood a different color. <laughs> Instead of being like, like I don't know, some other red? color. Yeah, yeah, like red. Like, yeah. you know, blue maybe. Or, yeah, or even like purple. I know. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, just something. When I, when I saw it the first time, I saw it red. I'm like, red? I'm like, eh. mm. I guess it's possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you have, but even, you know, Wonder Woman, she's par- technically, she's paranormal. She's, she's a half of, she's like the daughter of, of Aries. Yeah. No, if you. So follow, she's a demiscod? <laughs> excuse me. If you follow the comic book, yeah. yeah. But if you follow the movie, she was actually a weapon created by Zeus. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, because even in yeah. Shazam, she's back to being a demigod. Yeah. Um, Shazam. Yeah, that's actually pretty. And that's paranormal as well. Yeah, his is all magic. That's where his powers come from is from magic. What's really ironic about Shazam, a lot of people don't realize, if you go back to it, it's actually a little bit more Christian-based than people are aware of. Go back and look at it. Um, Even the clay, the way he's dressed, um, and the, the comic books had a little bit more of a moral story to them as well. Yeah. Um, They actually had that. So... But yeah, I mean, if you keep looking at all the different things, you know, it's not like, you know, I guess the only non-paranormal, one of the only non-paranormal superheroes, Batman. Well, not even Batman. I'm just saying in the Marvel universe, 
Oh, Marvel, it's going to be... Spider-Man is one. But no, he's... He's not paranormal. He he ge- genetically altered by a spider bite. I'm not saying... I'm, I'm saying in the sense of, you know, not having oh. a, an enchanted thing come at him. In other words, not like Ghost Rider. Yeah. Now, that's a super paranormal character. Yeah. Yeah. And have you seen the one where apparently um, it was like... It was back in the... Have you seen the Ghost Rider story where there's like back in the like freaking way, way, way back, like like Neanderthal man? No, I'm gonna no, talk about like, no, no, I haven't seen back. that one. There's something that was like I was sitting there going, "Oh, come on, quick, guys, come on." <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you know the devil will be like, yeah, right. <laughs> "I don't know what to do here." That's um, good to me, man. Yeah, I mean it's like can't really cake over anything because nobody really owns anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, so if you think about it, I mean, but that's, but if you look at how many things are either, um, like some sort of alien, some sort of something like that, or they're endowed by something. So, um, by either some sort of spirit of magic, like Dr. Fate. Yep. And his spirit helmet. Wow. I hadn't, hadn't, wow. Yeah. Dr. Fate. Yeah. He was a Zartana, um, Constantine. And even and even um, Hawkman, because he had super strength. Yeah, um, and he had wings too. Yeah, he was also an alien. Yes, so I mean, it's like, it still comes down to that point. And uh, Martian, the Manhunter, Martian, mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter. Um, but again, like you said, Batman. But even but look at how many stories um, in like nowadays, like the the movies and stuff. They deal with some sort of paranormal activity or something like that. Yeah. Like, my, my favorite is the, in Batman animated series, Ra's al Ghul, with the, yeah. with the Lazarus pits. Yeah. I wouldn't mind having one of those. No kidding. Yeah. I might not do as much as he did, but I wouldn't mind, you know, mind taking a couple of years off. I wouldn't least, mind that least either. In, at least in some, appearances. You know, in, some, in some of the uh, bone structure here that I destroyed as a youngin. <laughs> Unfortunately, I destroyed my bone structure here a few years ago. <laughs> like, I did it when I was old. <laughs> that was not a good idea. Um, but no, I mean, it's, but yeah, I mean, it's amazing. And, and what's really, like I said, they kind of hit it. Marvel kind of hit a lot of it when they started inventing, like, um, you know, Spider-Man. And they started, because, you know, it's like, look at uh, Sandman, you know. He was created in the movies and I think pretty much in the other things by that reaction that he had. He got caught in that like centrifuge kind of a thing in the movies. So you had that. You had the electric guy, electric, uh, um, yeah, megawatt or whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was technology. Mm-hmm. But still, you have the Thor aspect yep. because of the thunder and lightning that he could create. Um, you even have the doctor who turns into Gator. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's a shapeshifter. So you all, you always seems like they go back to some element of the parable. Yeah. You know, so it would be kind of interesting to see is like, it's of course some of my favorite, um, comics of all times. Honestly. I mean, I like Marvel. I was like, I love it. Oh no. I loved Creep Show. Creep Show. Yep. Yeah. That's the good. comics. Yeah. And there was another one too that I liked a lot too. Eerie. Yeah, maybe that was it. 
But some of the artwork in there, that was some gruesome creepy stuff. Creepy and eerie. Eerie and creepy or creepy and eerie or something, I think it was yeah, called. Yeah, I think it was creepy and eerie. Um, again, those were tons of supernatural things as well. So, um, you know, that, but to me, you know, that, that was, I was one of those weird kids. I had, I wish I still had all my creep show and the, and the eerie ones as well. So, uh, because the artwork in them was really, really good. Um, gruesome. Creepy and eerie. Yep. From eerie magazine. Yep. Okay, cool. But yeah, I used to have a whole bunch of those. Unfortunately, I had a box that got thrown away. And it had all my comic books in it. How sad. It was very sad because I also had an original Wolverine in there. Mm. Yep. That's what really hurt my feelings later on. Especially my feelings. Especially when I saw how much one went for. Yep. I'm like, and mine was in really good shape because. And I was like, oh man. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I kind of got one of those too. I got, I got me a nice uh, Marvel Spotlight number five, first appearance of Ghost Rider. Cool. Very cool. It's about a $20,000 comic. Yep. And, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I think I have, I think I found some, but they weren't, they, the way they were stored, they weren't, they're not in good shape anymore, which really hurt my feelings. Um, it hurt mine too. Yep. I was just, because I was very, some of those, especially the Doctor Strange. <laughs> you I, were a monster to your comics. I wasn't a monster by comics. My mom was a monster to my comics. Oh, how sad. Yep. Um, but I had like multiple, multiple, uh, like storylines of Dr. Strange. And I think I liked that one most of all because of the artwork. They were so like psychedelic and crazy. Yeah. Well, I always liked it. I always liked the thought of, and I think that's another reason why so many people like Dr. Strange and they like the idea of the magic and like that because it would be able to give you the concept or the feeling of having control over your environment. When you don't. When you don't. So, and I think people have more control over their environment than they, than they let on to, but. Yeah. They need to learn how to control it. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, that will bring us to the end of another spectral side. We yeah. hope you have enjoyed this evening's topic of monsters. In the paranormal, in comic books and stuff. And in movies. And cartoons. Yes. So. so. It, oh. I don't want my attention. <laughs> so, and then I ended it on the yawn. How funny. So, hey, we're out of here. We'll uh, see you next time. Enjoy yourselves. I do hope that you've enjoyed the stories from the spectral side. <laughs>